Assalamualaikum everyone. Welcome to another episode of our Quran journey where we explore and reflect on the sacred verses of the Holy Quran through Quran tagging, Quran journaling and tadabur. As we are not trained and qualified asatizas, we do not do our own tafsir of the verses that we have selected. Our discussions are aided by tafsir resources such as books and videos. So this week in Singapore, new measures were introduced to manage the COVID situation. The elderly were advised to stay home as they are more vulnerable to the virus. For those staying with the parents, some have, have expressed their frustrations at getting their parents to abide by the new measures. While doing so, how do we as children remain respectful while disagreeing with our parents? What does the Quran say about our treatment to our parents? This week, we will have Farah leading the discussion on respect and kindness to parents. She will be focusing on Surah Al-Isra, uh, ayat 23 and 24, Al-An'am, ayat 151, uh, as well as Dua for the Parents, uh, Surah Nuh, ayat 28, and Surah Ibrahim, ayat 41. So over to you, Farah. All right. Uh, so I, I, chose, I chose this um, surah because I just simply wanted to highlight the importance of uh, being kind, good treatment to your parents, um, Especially so when we sp- we are going to spend uh, more time with them uh, now with the uh, circuit breaker measures, um, some of us are staying with our parents. So um, I also wanted to highlight how what a luxury it was to have parents in old age uh, with you. So okay, so anyway, this surah was revealed uh, in early Makkah. Uh, this surah is like a legislation of things lah, like fasting, prayer, you know, any other rituals. But if you realize that. Good treatment of parents. This was legislated way before fasting, prayer or any other rituals. So Allah is saying it's important to worship him and to also be good to parents. It's in the same sentence. So in the Quran, there is no other commandment that comes together with the commandment to worship Allah. Only only for parents. It's so special. So the status of parents is second to the status of Allah. So you do your ibadah to Allah and you give isan to your parents. Isan is uh, when you give more than what is expected, above and beyond what you are required to do, and in return you don't expect anything or care about anything lah. You don't you don't think about the rewards. You just do because it is good. So having parents of old age is a blessing from Allah. It's a luxury. If uh, if you heard of before, uh, having taking care of your parents uh, when they are of old age is a uh, uh, is a goldmine of pahala. So in the surah it mentions um when. Uh, one or both of them uh, reach old age while uh, while with you. Uh, say not to them so much as oof. So oof here means um, the smallest or the slightest irritation. So it's already been said in the Quran. Even the smallest or slightest irritation is already um, it's really very bad. So can you imagine all those times when you raise your voice to your parents or that? It's, it's just, uh, wow, when I reflected on it, it's, it's so... It hits where it hits lah. So... Moral story, don't show your irritation as parents reach old age because um, Allah has said that uh, He created us in a cycle. We begin weak as babies. We need uh, our parents to take care of us, change our diapers, uh, bathe us and everything. And then you become strong. Uh, right now, we are the strong phase. Lah. And, then when you bec- and then when you become older, you are weak and frail. Uh, and that's at the end of life. So Allah said, the one whom we give a long life to, we take him back to the beginning. Uh, if you think about it, it's true. Lah. So uh, if you also think about it, some elderly parents would need full-time caregiving. Those parents, uh, the older parents who are sick, they need you to change their diapers and working at, uh, at the healthcare facility. And I, I, I'm seeing a lot of that. Uh, 
macam uh, elderly are in wheelchair and then they're just sitting down there they just um they just like hanging their heads and i i think it it really gives me a like i feel sad every time i uh, i look at it and every time i see it uh, i'm a bit more motivated to make sure that uh, i don't leave my parents hanging like that lah and i think uh, i think we all should too we should also control uh, our tongue around our parents uh, that's not that's not to say that we cannot feel angry and annoyed lah we can but it, we just have to uh, control it not to express it it's how we respond and not react to to parents so we can we can feel angry but collect yourself and then reply to them in the most uh, in the nicest way that you can possibly do so continue to say karim words to your parents generous loving and kind words because they, they, they honestly truly deserve it and good treatment to parents is not only through speech but actions also so just generally be kind generous and loving to them and then the next uh, verse says and lower the wings of humility and mercy uh, it is Allah's way uh, of also reminding us that once upon a time we were below the wings of our parents so Allah is giving you an opportunity to give back although i have to say we can never truly repay back our parents so what can we do we can always raise our hands and make dua for them Parents are also the largest door to Jannah. It's the easiest way to enter to Jannah. Uh, the easiest way is to just berkhidmat to our parents, uh, serve them, be uh, be of service to them. Uh, if they need you to do something, just do it. Even though sometimes you macam, uh, really must do it, must do it. Yeah, think of Jannah. The goal is Jannah, guys. So the pleasure of Allah is found the pleasure of parents. So whoever is worried about the punishments of Allah should be worried about the anger from parents. So at the end, they just be pleasing to your parents. So I, I am aware that there are not not everyone has uh, parents who are still with them. So if your parents have passed on, you can still make dua for them. Uh, seek istighfar for them, sadaqah on their behalf, make kurban for them, uh, visit their relatives that you would not otherwise visit and uh, can also make hajj and umrah on their behalf. So basically just create good memories with your parents while they're still here. So going back to the video of Ustaz uh, Numan we, that we listened to, he said that if you haven't treated your parents well, you're not really slaves of Allah. Because when you go back to the verse, Allah puts these two commands together. Uh, being good and uh, to parents will will not be easy for those who are not slaves of Allah. So if you think about it, yes, you have to fulfill those two things together at the same time. You have to uh, worship Allah and at the same time, give good treatment to your parents. So you humble yourself to your parents because they will need some mercy for you from you, especially uh, in old age. If you want Allah to show you mercy, you better show them mercy. Lah. It goes both ways. Then we move on to the next uh, verse, which is Surah Al-Anam, uh, verse 151. Basically, everything in this verse is a pro- prohibition except for the parents' part. So it says here, come, I will recite what your Lord has prohibited to you. He commands that you not associate anything with him and to parents good treatment and do not kill your children out of poverty we will provide for you and them and do not approach immoralities uh, what is a parent of them and what is concealed and do not kill the soul which Allah has forbidden except by legal right and this he instructed you that you may use reason so we have to always use our logical sense uh, and yes, if you realize everything in this verse is a pro- prohibition and yet you will find uh, two parents good treatment because anything short of the best to your parents, you better not do if you see it that way. 
So again, as I've said before, there are really no other commandments in Islam that we have to do our best for it to be acceptable. So being the best of parents is is like the minimum that you need to do to be a good Muslim. Okay, so I, I still have to touch on, because uh, I think it's important. Uh, I, I'm aware that not everyone has been blessed with great parents and some some parents are abusive. So from the video of Ustaz Numan, uh, there are parents who are psychologically, verbally, physically abusive and we all know there are. The verses in Al-Isra, 23 to 24, it does not apply to these abusive parents because it doesn't work that way. Yeah, it just doesn't work that way. Like you, 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 you didn't, you weren't being nice to the kids. So, you know, you, you cannot, you cannot take and turn the the verses to suit uh, your agenda. So, how how do you deal with uh, such parents? So, uh, Ustaz Numan says the word isana means the very best that you can do. Allah knows that uh, it's the best that you can do. So, what's what's the best thing that you can do? You can set boundaries. If like. Parents who have harmed you and being away from them is the best thing that you can do. Then that is the best thing that you can do and Allah knows. So, uh, as I said about boundaries, uh, boundaries are important for every single relationship, not only not only with parents. Uh, so, it's good to draw a respectful and reasonable line. Uh, so, draw down the boundaries and then make sure that you stick to that boundary because if, let's say, your parents, uh, your, your parents are abusive and then they tell you to do something and then you say, no, I can't do it, I can only do it certain times and then um, make sure you don't let your gut down or um, say, it's okay for this one time, I'll do it because that gives them the signal that, oh, she will just do it next time if I beg her to or if I tell her to. So, be firm with your boundaries, but also treat them, still treat them with compassion. Okay, so thank you, Farah, for sharing this week's uh, theme about being kind to your parents. Uh, but I think also we touched a bit on um, abusive parents as well. Because, I mean, that in the Quran, um, it's been mentioned many times about our obligation or, or rather our responsibility to, the par- to our parents. <clears throat> um, so, for example, uh, Surah Al-Isra, uh, the ayat 23 and 24, it actually set the bar for kindness to parents so high. Um, I'm quoting from this book uh, from Khalid Baik. Uh, we will upload, uh, we will share the, the title on, on an instant story later. Yeah, so basically to compensate for shortcomings, we should be regularly praying for our parents, uh, as mentioned in the second ayat, which is ayat 24. Uh, but we also must keep in mind that... Um, our parents have rights even when they are non-Muslims, uh, but but ultimately, they are still subservient to the rights of Allah. So that means they come in second to the rights of Allah. Thus, we cannot revoke our obedience to Allah even under the command of our parents. So if our parents uh, were to command us, were, uh, were to demand from us to, you know, to shirk from Allah, we shouldn't, we shouldn't, uh, we, we should disobey them. But to do so politely because... You know, after after all, um, Allah comes first. Yeah, so it is actually amazing how much is due to our parents, um, yet we don't uh, treat them the way they deserve to be treated. So probably, I think if we, um, I mean, on on this topic about being, you know, being kind to our parents, or even, um, you know, the thoughts about abusive parents. Um, do you girls have any any thoughts, opinions on this? To be honest. When Allah chose you to become parents is such a big honor, and I feel like parents who are abusive to kids, I I don't think they see, I don't think they see the, the um how how special and how like, I don't think they see how blessed they are because it's an amana to have kids and 
uh, we go back to the word amana. It's it's something that you are supposed to carry out with um full consciousness and full much um responsibility. So I I feel like they have a skewed understanding of uh the honor of parents. Yeah. Um. I I agree with that because I mean I think a lot of drama drama Melayu lah. Eh? I watch a lot of. Okay, I, w- I won't say I watch a lot of Malay dramas, but um, I mean most of them have this common theme where um, you know the 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 spouse, the husband, uh, will not um, I think will follow whatever the mother says, even if it means to you know to sacrifice their happiness, that kind of thing, and then you know uh, they will use the the mother, the evil mother will use uh, religion in this context. Say, oh, surga di bawah telapak kaki ibu. You know, you shouldn't go against your mother because parents are regarded very highly in Islam, that kind of thing. So I guess for for most of us who are actually, I would say, not really knowledgeable, we take it as we take it very seriously that we don't dare to even, you know, distance ourselves from such toxic behaviors from 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 these abusive parents, uh, because we are so afraid that you know we will not be we will not get berkat, or rather we will be so sinful towards Allah, you know, for for distancing ourselves from our parents, even though you know it's doing our it's doing ourselves good lah, you know, our mental health, our emotional health, and all that. For, for the rest of us, maybe you can share your experience with how you deal with uh, your disagreements with your parents. Because for me, sometimes I get very annoyed with my mom. Because you know, sometimes she likes to ulang-ulang, that kind of thing. So I get quite, I get rather annoyed. Yeah, so this is something that I have to work on. But maybe for, for, for the listeners also can learn from our experience as well. Okay, for me, like I grew up with very strict, a very strict mom. My dad, not so much. But my mom is a very strict mom. Like, even if your nails is long, you get scolded for it. Like, little, little things that you can't go out late. I have, I can't even go out and stay out uh, after school. I'm straight away, have to go home. And uh, my mom is basically very fierce also. Um, my mom has instilled in us that if you're rude to your parents, it's against the religion. So, whenever my mom scolds us, we do not dare to show our temper or tantrum until, like, we are a bit older already. Then, you know, you... Pick up a little bit more, but then you also at the same time scared that your your mom will still scold you. Yeah, as as I was growing up, I just don't dare to say anything. Like even if I'm, if my mom scold me, I just keep quiet and deal with it. So, but as I grew up, I guess I understood because there were times where by now my parents is their turn to stay out late, and then like, I'm wondering, hey, how come they they didn't inform us? You know, like where they are and all that. So you, I think as you grow older, then you understand why they did all those things and why they were so strict. But also because my mom was brought up quite strict. Unlike my dad, he's he's the he has a lot of siblings, so he's basically his mom doesn't care. Uh, and expects him to be just responsible for himself. But for my mom, she's uh, my my grandma, my late grandma is very protective over her kids. And I understand now why my mom is very protective over us. Because like when you see the kids around you and the way they behave and the way they're the way they behave, basically, you are also afraid for your future children. Will you be like your parents when when you actually have children, when I have children? Yeah, so it, it's quite a scary world out there, actually. Yeah, true, true. For, for me, personally, I I still have to... I still am struggling to find the balance uh, to be dutiful to my parents, but at the same time, not losing patience with their antagonism. Um, I mean, I've not really had... Okay, I, I, I will say that my relationship is actually closer to my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sometimes, whatever my, my, my dad, 
my dad did uh, in the past. I mean, you know, certain certain things. Not not even not, nothing nothing serious lah. But you know, but it irks me because we haven't we didn't have a good relationship back mm. then. Sometimes I I wonder, you know, when I think back, like how could I have actually managed the situation better without being without being rude to him, yeah. uh, you know, without even showing insolence towards him. So, you know, do you guys have any experience with that? Um, dah kurang ajar dengan parents eh, immediately terus um, regret the action. Tapi tak tahu nak minta maaf time. macam mana. All the time. <laughs> Oh, I all can relate, yes. It just like, mm, after yeah, that, just, just buy her stuff. <laughs> I'm guilty of buying yeah, stuff. Yeah, and then after that, you will think like, you will think like, okay, tak apa, nanti Hari Raya minta maaf. Can we even reach Hari Raya or not? <laughs> Every time Hari Raya awkward. How to yeah, apologize. Right. <laughs> belum, belum buka mulut. Oh, I, I don't, I don't cry, but it's yeah, very yeah. awkward. I don't know how to say or what. Cumulative <laughs> guilt. <laughs> but then usually kan, baru minta maaf. Then after that, the next moment, my mother angry again. So like a bit... <laughs> <laughs> a bit like what's the point <laughs> i actually find whatsapp uh helpful uh in such a situation i mean my mom's also not the kind to to verbalize her feelings also hmm. so i find that when when i want to say something from the heart something heartfelt i actually go through whatsapp to message her. i mean people will say lah macam insincere ke apa kan i realize that whatsapp helped me close that bridge that i have my mom when it comes to communication because she herself isn't used to open you know being open with her feelings uh yeah being open with her feelings so usually it's very awkward ah like hi raya like you know like like not you know like we mentioned earlier you know nak nak minta maaf je macam like uh very awkward abi nangis-nangis for no reason yeah so usually i use whatsapp to just uh convey to her my 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 truest feelings ah like even minta maaf also I mean, to her also, I think it's easier. So she's able to to convey her feelings as well. I find that WhatsApp really helped with, with such things. For me, one of my like regret is to not be not to be close to my parents. Lah. Last time when I was in my teens, every time go home, just sit in the room with the laptop. Never really talk to them. Even at home, only during dinner. Then we, I would go out and eat my dinner lah with them. Then every time after that, just go back to the room and shut the door. <laughs> so, so I feel that is as a parent now, right? I kind of understand the, the the patience that they have shown to me and whatever they have done for me, lah. It hits, right? It hits, lah. Like Farah said, yeah. Yes. Now I want to talk to my mother. Also, I feel them awkward, and I like don't have anything to say. I don't know what to say. Yeah, every time I go back to my parents' place, it's like, uh, we just sit in front of the TV. Then she will play with my kids, but I don't know what to say, you know, and it's like really sad for me. Uh, so that was that's one of my biggest regret, uh, not being close to them, last from 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 the start, lah. Yeah, um, I like Marita. I've been quite lucky because like since young, my parents always have this thing, but you know, you we always go out together. But then after I got married, I. I actually got closer to my mum. Like before I got married, I was close to my dad. But after I got married, I got closer to my mum. But then again, because she's still quite fierce, right? So usually what I do to avoid like getting angry at her, I just tread carefully when she's angry or she's in a bad mood. So I will just try to be nice and just like talk. I'm basically just careful like, you know, when you know your mum's, you usually know when your mum's angry. So you just tread carefully around it, uh. Yeah, so I, t- I tend to do that a lot, actually, with my sister also. 
that's one way of dealing with like you know not to be rude to our parents. Yeah, how Ayn. about you, Ain? Hmm? Me? Yes. Uh, I anak derhaka. <laughs> <laughs> Jangan cakap macam itu. <laughs> no, I think uh, I've been blessed to, you know, to 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 to, to move uh, to shift house lah. Uh, to move house uh, right after the wedding, right, right after the marriage. So then I quickly appreciated like... <laughs> How uh, how different parents can be. Yeah, so I think uh, not to say a lot lah, huh? but uh, like with a different change of living styles, right? Then I realized that, wow, I depended on my mom like 100%. So on that, I realized that, wow, I really am so irritable to my mother so easily that I am... I, I deserve to be punched in the face. Ah. <laughs> you know you get what I mean? As in like, I, like, I, like, I have this biasness. Like, I'm so easily irritated by my my own mother. Ah. Then I realise that, eh, how come I'm not like how nice I am with my mother-in-law to my own mother? Okay, friend, I that that mother. <laughs> you, you get what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, then I realise that, okay, okay, okay. I will be better. So, I, I, I try lah, I try to hold my anger, be like, don't be too uh, unnecessarily annoyed for small reason. But I think it's really a challenge lah, because it's such a habit lah since growing up lah. Mm. That, no, I no kurang ajar. Then I'm like, oh, oh no. <laughs> Acceptable lah. You know, only after moving elsewhere, I mean, distance is in place, then you realise that, oh, I really never appreciate lah. <laughs> So yeah. in a way, absence makes the heart grow fonder, lah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I I resonate with you, lah. Uh, I think after I stayed on my own, right? Um, now I appreciate um my mom's uh. Okay, I won't say nagging, but okay, I mean her her, her way of telling me to do things or reminding me to do things is through nagging. So I I imagine that I was so irritating with her back then, that. Now when, you know, when my husband does the same thing to me also, uh, as in like, you know, doing things that I don't like, I, mm. I could imagine that, eh, no wonder my mom, you know, selalu marah-marah dulu because, you know, because I was so irritating. So, can you imagine, mm. kita already find our parents irritating. How how did they find us? <laughs> All those times tak kemas and then now you're just nagging at your husband. Why did you never put away? And then like, oh my god, I sound exactly like my mom. Yeah. My husband so, sound like my mom. Yeah. How? <laughs> I made it my mother, guys. <laughs> yeah, so it's important, yeah. It's important lah for us to be kind to our parents because I think we, we keep forgetting that they are also actually, I mean, despite being parents for 30 over years, ah, 20, 30 over years, they are actually still learning to parent us, you know. Yeah. And, yeah, and we, we keep forgetting that they are getting older, they don't remember as much and they are not as energetic as they used to be. We keep forgetting about that. Yet we are still very uh, impatient with them, um, and yeah, get easily annoyed lah by 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 little things that they do lah. Like I say, kita ni bukannya tak irritating kan? Lah, everybody, everybody yeah. is irritating lah. Just how we yeah. how we react to that irritatingness. I also like realize that I should appreciate my mom more. I mean, not just my mom lah, my parents mm. more. After listening to my uh, friends 
horror stories about their own parents lah. You know, like how uh, they usually not physically abuse but emotionally abuse. I realize that those parents who eat, who does this right, their children turn out to be very resilient. Cause most of the my friends ah do who had this issue, they turn out to be teachers. <laughs> And these teachers are really very caring and loving. But uh, you know like how they are emotionally very strong. Yeah, to me, I think um, they become your parents also for your re- for a reason. Uh. Like then, you know, they like it creates a purpose for you in your life. Yeah, so I, but the thing is, they, the my friends who are facing those emotionally abusive parents, they are not Muslims lah. But they, yeah, they're not Muslims. But the thing is, they still hold their and try their best to be a dutiful child lah to, to their parents. So I think this is also, I know, a learning point for me. Say that, and to make me realize ah, that there are so many extremes of parents and children. <laughs> I mean, if mak baik, anak jasitan. <laughs> Anak baik mak pula macam setan. Either or lah. I think lah do to what I've seen. You get what I mean? I think when when it comes to parenting, like let's say let's say for some of us who are who may be unfortunate to to face to to have parents who who have uh, abused them in the past, uh, be it uh, emotional, psychologically, physical abuse, or even sexual abuse. I I think it's also possible that the our uh, the parents themselves uh, went through such um such childhood, such um, such examples from their own parents. So they they model their parenting from their their own childhood. But I mean, there, there are also two outcomes to this. So it's, it's either that they come out resilient and decide to change uh, or rather chart, decide to chart their own path and not become like that, continue the cycle. Or some of them could even just continue the cycle doing the same thing what, as to what they received in the past. Yeah, so as parents, we have this duty, you know, we have this amanah, you know, Allah has given us this amanah of, you know, of uh, of the children. We we need to be able to carry out the responsibility because the, the children, as we said, as I think as we said in our past episode, nothing belongs to us. The children do not belong to us. They are also, uh, they also belong to Allah. So we need to be able to, to, to look after our children well, to look after um, Allah's amanah. What makes us think that we are actually deserving of this amana, you know. Last night, I attended a parenting course online on Safina Institute. So, what the Ustazah said was that uh, if Allah chose you to Allah chose you to be parents, it means that he has complete uh, he, he knows that you can do it. So, it gives parents some hope that, you know, Allah is with you in whatever that you do. Because first and foremost, he chose you. Yeah, so I think when we, I mean, now you know we talk so much about our, you know, what what we did in the past, our vow to be kinder to parents, that kind of thing. So I'm just wondering, what do you have in mind, um, when it comes to you know forging closer bond with your parents? Now that I'm about to get my keys like soon, and then gonna move out, and then like I look back at the five years, what have I done? Oh my god, I hope I have made my parents happy lah. But now nah, I'm I'm about to move to my own house probably maybe end of this year if if things are okay so my like current plan is to just make them happy lah whatever they want i know i know my my parents have their own what what they like to do like my mom likes to shop like me <laughs> so 
bring her shopping lah all these kind of things you know uh, make her happy through means that she what what she really like ah how about meta for me uh maybe i will move back to woodlands <laughs> <laughs> to be my parents i don't know because i've i've always invited my parents to live with me lah but they they're not keen yet <laughs> so one day i hope to live with them again yeah hmm. inshallah inshallah yeah. how about not um well i still thankfully i still live my parents so uh I mean, currently, we are having dinner every other night when my sister comes home together. And, like, usually, anyway, I send my mom to work and pick her up from work. And I do um, talk to her. Like, we gossip-gossip a bit, you know, about celebrities and all that. So, yeah, that's how we catch up uh, with each other. I find it easier to talk to her now that I'm older. I think when we're younger, it's more really about discipline, discipline, discipline. But now that we're older, I can talk to her more openly. So, yeah, we always... Gossip about celebrities and you know new stuff to buy online. <laughs> okay, how about Ain? Okay, so reading from this article, how to handle my anger towards my mother. <laughs> this I need to think before I speak and then I need to have picture a stop sign in my mind. Count to 10 and begin deep breathing exercises to help I regain control of my emotions. Okay, I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> Inshallah. Do that, I do. <laughs> Um, I don't get it. Yes. For for me, I, I think for me, um, it's just having meals with my parents. Uh. So sometimes I will maybe about at once every two or three months, we either have meal at my place or my elder sister's place because I mean her house is bigger. So yeah, we just have family meals like that, lah. You know, we we will share lah to fork out money to to masak masak that kind of thing. So I think that's one of the ways for us to give back to our parents and also to make them happy. Okay, so um, I think we've come to the end of this week's session. So maybe we, before we wrap it up, we just want to hear uh, the main takeaway from everyone. Like what um, what's the main thing that uh, they resonated with this week? Okay, so we will have Nat. So my main takeaway for this week is to not be easily irritated with my mom. I mean, as much as yes, I'm close to her and I'm scared of her, but I do still sometimes throw a bit of tantrum when you know she asks to do things and all that. Yeah, I should just be patient with her, like how she's been patient with me and my siblings. And like I didn't say, you know, before you speak or before you throw any tantrum, just keep calm and maybe come to 10. Even if your your mom or dad is scolding you, like I have did before, especially when I'm driving, I just keep quiet and just slow down in the end. I mean, I still get scolded, but yeah, just just let her scream and let her do whatever she wants. Because at the end of the day, at least you get pahala. I mean, if you don't say anything, right? <laughs> Okay, how about Mirta? For me, is the line that it says, parents who reach old age with you is a blessing. So I want to always remember that my parents are a blessing, even if they have to go to so many hospital appointments. <laughs> yeah, and I should just take care of them as best as I can. And they are also like the easiest door to Jana. So just... Treat them the best I can. Yeah. Mm, okay, how about Ain? Okay, uh, shout out to my husband for <laughs> to to show me how to become a better child. <laughs> yeah, because he has been very patient, has been very beautiful to my uh, aging, sickly aging father-in-law. So I think with that, uh, like Merta said, it's a blessing uh, to have our parents in old age with us. 
So on that note that I will make a lot of effort. I mean, do my part lah to be um, engaging, to engage them, to know what's happening in their life and both ways, both ways, both my mother and father. Yeah. Okay. For me, I quote the ayat in Al Isra uh, not to the not to mention to them of a word of expression, uh, a word or expression of anger or disgust. I think like sometimes when our parents uh, minta tolong, you know, we find macam a bit um a bit of a hassle. We just mengeluh like that, you know, like you know, like that. So I, I think even that is also considered like um macam not accepted. Not accepted lah. It's actually rude. So I have to be mindful with even my non-verbal cues when it comes to um you know um my communication with my parents also so no to uh, to be more respectful to them yes and then we move on to you farah for me it's just it affirms that uh, the status of parents for me while i was while i was um reading up and listening to lectures about this uh, ayat and then it made me recall those times that I was rude to them and it made me like really remorseful so thinking back about this ayat it softened my heart lah that's all I can say and then I just want to make sure that I uh, whatever time that they have left in this world I just want to make it pleasant for them because uh, you know lah death is inevitable and it will definitely come we just don't know when so until then I just I just don't want to repeat what I Uh, what I regretted doing last time. So, if Mak wants a new dining table, she gets a new dining table. Aww. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah lah. So, with, with anger, it's it's really, I think, people nowadays, we get angry really quickly. So, we need yeah. to, we need to uh, make effort to try to, to stem it at the root lah. So, I was, I'm reading this book, uh, it's called, Uh, Al Ghazali's treatment of anger, hatred, and envy, and he says that right one of the treatment is to, um, like it's 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 calmed by an oximal compound of the sweetness of knowledge and the bitterness of patience. Patience is bitter. I think everyone can agree with that. So maybe to to fight the anger, we can now that we know being rude or even saying oof to parents is is uh dosa, and then uh we we pair it together with patience. So maybe that will help us uh, where parents are concerned. Yes, inshallah. Okay, so for the dua for parents, uh, we can just read uh, Alisra ayat 24, which is, um, My Lord, have mercy upon them as they brought me up when I was small. And also from Surah Ibrahim, verse 41, Our Lord, forgive me and my parents and the believers the day the account is established. And lastly, Surah No, uh, verse 28, Uh, my Lord, forgive me and my parents and whoever enters my house, a believer and the believing men and believing women. And do not increase the wrongdoers except in destruction. Yeah, so thank you, Farah. So with this week's topic um, on parents, may, you know, may Allah uh, bless them and give them, you know, place them in the highest uh, of Jannah among the most pious. Uh, yes, so inshallah, uh, we will meet again next week. Uh, so if you like our podcast uh subscribe to our podcast our quran journey and also don't forget to follow us on instagram the same handle our quran journey assalamualaikum okay assalamualaikum, assalamualaikum. bye, bye.